Okay, we are in Virginia, Virginia and Franklin, and I am in a hot hotel, and uh, I was waiting for for a shelter to pick me up. Uh, I had uh, a, I had a telephone in the room so I could uh, could call a shelter and they there it was a woman that said she should pick me up later in the afternoon uh, the the hotel manager he he uh, let me uh, not need I didn't need to the phone bills and I could stay at at the hotel until I was picked up I had a hotel until I picked up because he he knew that I was a godly woman and um, I, I am born in Sweden and uh, and English is not my, my main language, so sometimes I I don't remember or know the words in the words in English. And uh, when it's happened, I try to walk around it to describe the word for you. If I don't know the word. So that's how I do when I'm preaching in the churches in the United States and um, and my videos on YouTube. And uh, I was I was forty nine years old, but people in United States they thought I was much younger. I have always looked younger than my age. Even today, uh, some people have said I'm 20 years younger than my age. And especially when I don't drink, I don't take any extra medicine, um, drugs. Uh, I don't drink. And I don't I have never smoked in my life, so I think that's why. And then, of course, also the genes, the DNA we have. Um, I was uh, sitting and wait, and it was a hotel where uh, I was staying, just at the parking lot on the ground. So I sit outside and uh, had my uh, drawings uh, and I I waited for the car and uh, I was making a, a drawing from the Bible and suddenly it come a man, man out from the other door, my neighbor at the hotel and uh, he was standing uh, like hanging or leaning against the wall and I, and I look at him but and then I heard a voice telling me to go and look at his leg so I I go there to him and then I bow down and look at his leg and it was blue, blue green and it was wounded. And uh, the man told me he, he was frightened to go home because he had stolen the car for, from his brother and uh, he was frightened to go home. He told me, and uh, and 
and I, uh, it was very bad, the leg and the, the voice that had told me to go and look at his wound. Uh, this voice said that to me that it's uh, uh, he is going to die if he's not going to the hospital this day. Did the voice say to to me? And uh, he was talking to me that I said to him, why? Why don't you go home and I take care of your leg? And he say I, I'm scared to do that. And um, then the car come, and uh, I have to tell that woman from the shelter that I can't, I, I can't go if he don't go. He must go to the hospital, I told her. And she looked at his leg and saw it was very bad. And uh, she took uh, both him and me in the, her car. I could have been selfish and uh, ignore him and only go, go with the car because I was needed of to come to another place to stay. And it was in Virginia Beach that I should go. So it was perfect place to go to. And um, and she, uh, she to- took us to her home, her private home. And then she, she said, how can you know that he he had been in a car accident and had stolen a car and crashed the car and these things you tell to me because he speaks in Spanish and I say that uh, I heard I heard from him he his story but she didn't believe me so she called to a hospital because her husband was working at the hospital and uh, she uh, wanted him to translate, uh, sp- uh, talk to him in this man in uh, Spanish and translate it and tell his wife what it's all about. And... Uh, and her husband say, I, I can't understand what he was talking. I don't understand his Spanish. He said to, to his wife. Then uh, she said that you have to find someone at the hospital that, uh, that can speak this kind of Spanish. And... Uh, and then uh, it was come a woman after a long time, and she said that uh, this man he tell me that he have crashed the car, and now he have stolen it from his brother, and uh, he is too scared to go home. And her, and that woman that took us to to her home, she looked at me. She was very shocked. And she said to me, this woman that that knew what he was talking about, uh, she told me that this Spanish speaking is not a common Spanish. It... Uh, it's only a small, small group. Now I don't remember what country in South America it was, but it was a very small village where they were were speaking this kind of languages. It was not a, a common Spanish, and I knew what he was talking. 
and uh, and that's it's it's strange for me also that I heard him talking. Someone was talking to me. Maybe not the Spanish man. Maybe his spirit was talking in the same time this man was talking. So he was going directly to the hospital and he was laying in the hospital and the doctor, when the, uh, I had, uh, uh, she took me to a, a hotel because she had to go with this man to a hospital. So she couldn't go to Virginia Beach with me. So she paid for for a hotel. And uh, she come back from the hospital and she said to me that uh, that was so lucky that he find you that you could hear what he was saying. And uh, because the doctor say to me that he was so wounded in his leg. So if we haven't coming to to the hospital today, they have not could save his leg and maybe not his life either. And that was what I heard at when the man was talking in his Spanish that this uh, some spirits say that uh, it was very must take care of it fast and um, and then I, I have forgotten to it's gonna be like that I go back in memories because I forget to to talk about some event that have been something and it was when I was with uh, Lowell at the farm his son that uh, was staying with us when he visited his father he had two sons it was twins and uh, the one of the sons had been in a car accident so he he had hard to walk, but he was walking, but he did, couldn't speak. Uh, so, and um, but uh, he was okay in his brain. It's only that he couldn't speak anymore because of the accident. And uh, one day, they told me that I should babysit this boy he was about 12 years old and uh, I should babysit him and take care of him when Lowell and his son and the other uh, twin should go and shopping so I was out in the at the farm and I talked to this this boy and um, and he uh, and he answered me. I was not thinking because in that time I didn't know that he couldn't speak, and um, because I had had not been close to this boy, uh, and he was talking about his school. He was talking about his life, and then uh, I have forgot what he was talking about. But he was talking about his father's life, what they have in private life. He was talking to me, and then um, then those people come back, and they wanted to go go. Uh, drive and uh, eat at the restaurant and uh, Lowell he he rent out limousine in New York but he had three limousines the car limousine uh, in 
in Franklin. So he asked me, he wanted me to pick limousine. He thought it was fun because I was poor uh, to pick it, pick the limousine. And I, th- I thought it was fun to to go with with a wedding limousine, a white limousine, and we go to to a uh, very fancy restaurant, and uh, we sit to talk. And I had this boy, the twin, I had him in front of me, and. Uh, then suddenly I said that to his father, I said to him that your son is telling me, told me today that you, and now I don't remember what it was, but it was something about that I couldn't know that. I couldn't know that information. It, someone must have told me about what happened in their home. So I say that your son is, uh, he told me today that you, and then I say what it was. And everyone stopped eating and talking and look at me. And then they say to me that, but he, he can't speak. How could he speak to you? So I, I learned from that uh, that God can give me gifts when it's needed to, ha- to have this gift. He give me that for uh, uh, temporary to, to help people and uh, God, he wanted them them to uh, pay attention to that I was special, that I could, I had that gift. And but they didn't do anything. But they were very shocked when I say that. And uh, it's what people have done to me when I have. Uh, Walking when I have met people and uh, it I have had uh, some gifts to I uh, could do or say something that I, I couldn't do on my own in myself and uh, and I uh, also uh, was uh, that I could. Um, I have talked about it before that I, I when uh, it's mental sick people and uh, very, very, very sick people uh, that have hard to speak of themselves. I have had that voice for them and I have could tell the the parents their needs and uh, then I also um, I make parents relax uh, and uh, so they can take care of of the mental issues and understand what they are saying those people that can't speak uh, and that's a gift. Uh, that's an, a gift I don't have always. It's only when it's needed I get it. It's nothing that I can do today. And uh, so I uh, I come I'm coming back to Franklin at the hotel then. Then, yeah, I was, uh, then she come back uh, next day, so she drove me to Virginia Beach to to a shelter. And uh, 
It was terrible shelter. It was a Salvation Army shelter. And uh, it was in Ches Chesapeake. And uh, there was only... She, uh, she drew me there and she was very hurried to drive away from the shelter. So I was standing outside the shelter and a woman say, uh, I have to test you uh, for to not, we don't take in anyone that use drugs. So I have to pee and she took a test. And uh, in that time I told her that I have my period, so that's blood, uh, it's blood inside it, the pee, I say, and uh, I have very, very hard pain when I have, have the, the period, so I have taken some aspirin, strong aspirin against it, I say, to her. And she uh, walk in and uh, she uh, test me and she said that it's something wrong with it. You can't stay here, she say. But uh, I say that uh, it's only aspirin I had, had in, in, in the pee. So it's, it's no drugs. I don't do drugs. And uh, she took me in, and um, I. It uh, every shelter I was in in Virginia. Uh, it was only me that was white. All the other was black people, and also those people that was working in the shelter was black, and they. Uh, and there, this, this was people living close to the street, people that was not educated. So I don't see it as all black people is bad to to white people. It's only because I, I was forced to live with low educated people and uh, so they they were very very evil and mean to me because i was on my own i i didn't have any friends black friends there and uh, and i didn't know no one say that to me that i have to go every First, I have to go around and look for a job. I had a, a paper with me. We have to leave the Salvation Army shelter at 8 o'clock. And then we have to go and look for five jobs every day. And I told them that I have no permission. I have no permit. I have no per permission to work in the United States. So I can't work. I have no paper that I can show that uh, these uh, people. So of course I didn't get any job. Uh, but they still force me to go every day and uh, without any car. Those other people in the shelter, they have friends and they have also cars and drive around and I have to to walk. But then I find a, a church where it was a man that was very kind to me. So he gave me token, bus token. So I can go with a bus around and ask for a job. And then I didn't know they say not to me that 
that I have to go every evening to have a class. Uh, it was a Salvation Army, so their, their beliefs and be in the church. And I have so much other things to do that about my life to get that my life in order and and get some money somewhere to find some money because I have no money. I have I have so other things to do. I go to to churches. They stop me. Salvation Army, uh, because I have to look for a job, five jobs per day. So, in st- uh, if I have not done that, I had to go to to churches the whole day. That what I did, for to try to find a church that uh, wanted to help me my situation so i walked from church to church and i couldn't do that in that time and i have no money and um, i didn't know and about um, i think it was five o'clock <clears throat> we should come in and uh, to eat dinner and uh I was late after have have been to a job a search interview with, and uh, I saw that I don't get any dinner today and I had no, not eaten since the morning about seven o'clock in the morning and then I had not eaten anything and it was after five o'clock in the afternoon. So I was very, very hungry and I didn't know what to do because now I have to sleep hungry this night. And uh, so I I was thinking, I, I, ha- I had maybe two dollars in the pocket. So I have to go to to a hamburger place and eat the cheapest I could eat. And I was sitting there and eat the hamburger and I talked to God in my brain, inside me, and say, God, why must I be hungry? Why, when I don't have any money, that was my last money I took no for to eat and uh, why must I be hungry and then uh, I go out and th- this was in Chesapeake and in, it was in the center of Chesapeake and that hamburger place that was a drive-in hamburger place and uh, it should be it was it was about six o'clock. There should be lots of cars around that hamburger place. And but there was no cars. I was by myself when I went out in the parking lot and the driveway and I looked down on the in the parking lot and suddenly I saw some like small balls, small balls was laying on the ground. And I'd be curious, what's that? <coughs> and when I I took up one of those balls uh, and look, look at it, then I saw it was $10 bill. And uh, then was another, it was... Five balls was laying there in the parking lot, and uh, there was five dollar, and one more ten dollar, so it was 
25 dollar I got together and that was very very much for me uh, that and uh, I'd be so happy because it the, it paid my hamburger plus I got a little extra money in in the pocket and that that was supernatural that was no human had have done that because it was very fine done balls it was not like we can think that someone have uh, done it in anger then the balls have not been so perfect done and it and uh, i couldn't see that it was money that was the balls so i have to pick up one for to see it so no one was there and uh, and i come home and they were i was okay to come they thought i was angry like they were happy that i i did, uh, i missed the, the dinner and um, and then i they uh, then they say that to me that you you are going out from this shelter because you don't go to the class in the evening and no one have told me that it was a class in the evening about bible at a class in the evening that i have to go and uh, and then uh, started to they say that i have to to go away because i i didn't get any job and i have told them i i can't get a job i can't because i i can't work in united states and uh, i was to the immigration to to get the paper lowell uh, took me to the immigration one immigration one time and i will have been once in immigration and every time i was to the immigration office i when it was my number to go it was always uh, the same woman it was for it was in norfolk i have to go to the immigration and it was for women that was sitting and took application and fill in papers and and every time i get the same woman and lowell uh, when we go to the immigration uh, he he said he had one old cadillac car in the in the 80s in the 80s like that and he said should we take the old car or should we take the new cadillac and i say the best to to take the the new cadillac that the immigration can see that i have i am on my way to get a job <coughs> that you are wealthy person so we come and uh, and come to this woman and she is so uh, she could see the the cadillac outside the window and she be very very angry and she said that i think you you are going to marry this old man say so you are coming here to united states 
to marry this old wealthy man. That's how she looked at it, you know, how she was thinking. And and Lois say, she can't marry me, I'm already married, he said to her. And when she go and get some papers, he said to me, Lowell said to me, she don't, she is not from United States. She was, she, I think she's from Barbados. And um, so uh, she was angry at me because I was trying to to get a job and I was applying for to stay, to live in United States. And she hate me for that. So she never gave me uh, any help. And um, so th- that uh, was what I had in Chesapeake. So they, the Salvation Army told me that I was, I couldn't stay there. I could stay there for a half year, but I I was only staying there 14 days. And they say that you don't find any work. We don't think that you really try to get a job. And I say, how can I get a job when I don't have the papers to work here in United States? But uh, I... Uh, they they let me go. I have to leave the Salvation Army. And then, and I was in the Salvation Army once more. That it was the Salvation Army shelter that I I have been staying in three. A Salvation Army's shelter, and they have been very, very bad. They have been very evil to me, and um, and I I have got so much bad things on me because I was white, and you know in Virginia there is so many people walking homeless and without any job uh, and they are black and they they were angry at me that I was homeless and poor because they wanted a picture of a white person that that a white person have success there is, it should not it, I met some white people in the Soup, soup kitchen. There, um, but that was white women that have been out and and selling their bodies to men. Uh, that's the only white people they accept. Uh, but they de- never talk to those white whores. Uh, so they were angry at me because I was not like that, and uh, so I uh, I learn very very much about about uh, black people, and one day it they started to say that I was one of them. I started to act and talk like black people because I live with them all the time. I was not live so much with white people. So I learn and they be one day they say she know she she know what we talking about. The the black people have some like codes some words that white people don't know know what they are talking about and uh, I picked it up 
and uh, and one day they say that and uh, I was also in I had problems with uh, drug people when I was walking around to churches for to get help and then they come and they they were angry at white people and they hit me look at me and they and something with me make them say you are our, our sister they say to me <laughs> so uh, I picked it up so I was like a, a black person that have a white skin and and I will tell you next step on my way uh, it uh, I come to to be picked up I was never out laying out in the street and sleep I always find a bed God find me a bed every day and I will tell you about uh, what was going on because now I was back to uh, Virginia Beach area and my and my name is uh, my last name is Virginius and and I it was I was to the library to get a card one day library card and that woman that should write and give me the card she looked at me when she saw my last name she said to me I have not reflected over it but she looked at me and she said have you taken that last name because you live in Virginia United States USA she said to me have you taken that last name and I was never thought about it because I heard when in the 80s back in Sweden when my father died and he have taken that name Virginius as his last name and when he died I was thinking that I should take it so no one else can take that last name so I felt that like I have to take that last name and it I didn't see it but I I know it today that God have already shown me first that state that I should live in that state in the United States and that was the longest time I was staying in it was in Virginia state and then also in that way way that the name is virgin I'm a virgin and virgin Mary virgin Eva Eva is the same same as Eve Adam and Eve and uh, and uh, that uh, I was a virgin in the spirit way. I was a virgin because I didn't know anything about the Bible. I didn't know anything about God. I was a virgin. But uh, I am not now because I know so much about God and his kingdom. So next time... I am going to tell you more about my to be homeless in Virginia Beach. So thank you for I I have to wait. I can't say thank you and, and close this because someone is coming forward again. It's not that I, I be angry at it, 
that uh, it should be be earlier than uh, in the end of it. But someone is coming here. And that's a man is coming. Uh, a tall man. And he, he, he asks what he's doing here. I wonder why, why he asked that. For a moment, he say, for a moment, I thought I was somewhere else. But now I'm here, he say. You're talking about Tuken. Mm, I say. It's um. Now he's showing me some. Like, like token or coins, he has in hand. So something trigger him to come forward because I was talking about token earlier. Now he's talking about money. He's talking about to save the money, to not spend it. It's a gift from God, he say, so you should not spend it in vain. That's um, a special now in this time. Uh, you should not uh, be out eating like you did before, because it's not like before. He say that very clearly. It's not like before. You can't have that tradition. He call it tradition. Tradition to go out and eating every evening. And it's dangerous. He say that it's. It's evil people making the food in the restaurants. It's a time of, of the devil, he say, and nay, he's uh, is he he is in every place is special when you are out and eating. He warning you. Once again, is coming someone that talk about warning. He said, "You don't should not spend the money to travel in the evening and go out and eat. It's not time for that now. You store up. He showed me that you have to store up." Because it's this is only the beginning of sorrow, he say. See, he say that he was led to come here. So someone sent him here. It's uh, he says it's a whole family that is is going to be killed if you not stop to be out like you you did in the past. This is not the past. This is the future. You say. You have to learn 
to live another life, he said. The life is so short. And if you be foolish, it be shorter. It's not time to be foolish, he said. It's um, he's showing me like birds and leaves on the ground that they they have a a short lifespan and the leaves is flying away in the wind and uh, that's about uh, you want to show it like. That's how it is for us people. It's um, it's not time to waste life anymore. You have to be. He say opposite. He say that you should not be the a foolish, foolish. He, he say that people are so very foolish. And he say that you need to be patient and not live like you did before in the past. Uh, today is the future. Now he start to go away. So I can end this. Okay. I thank you for coming here and warning them. Thank you. So. I hope there is many people that that listen to this podcast until the end. So they get these warnings that coming when I record her here, they be triggered to come forward. It's uh, like when I talk to the world, because I, I try to reach the whole, whole world, all the countries that is on our planet. Then, then is the end day coming. When I have reached the whole planet. And it can go very fast. And that's why you should listen to what they're saying. Those that come forward uh, with their warnings. Because it can be very fast. The end is coming. And you have to be prepared for the coming. So thank you for listening and God bless you. Thank you for listening.